Think for myself and I won't do what they say. Well, I think for myself and I won't do what they say. Hello, hello, this is Gerald Salenti, and it's Thursday, August 5th, 2021. And here is some of today's trends in the news. I think for myself and I won't do what they say. That's the COVID blues, yep. Yeah, but that's the, you got to do what they say. That's the new laws today. Anyway, let's start with the stock market. Stocks finished Thursday's session in the green with the S&P 500 rising 0.6% to close at a new record. Yay! Yep, the Dow gained 271 perps. NASDAQ was up 0.78. And they're waiting for tomorrow's jobs report. They're looking to get 845,000 jobs. And um, through Thursday afternoon, 427 S&P 500 companies have posted quarterly results with 88% topping earnings estimates. Wow. And um, for the week, the Dow is up 0.4%, S&P, NASDAQ up 0.77 and 1.5, respectively. So you know what all this is? Bullshit. You got it. This thing's going down big and it's going down hard. We warned you about this two months ago that they would start COVID War 2.0. And now, of course, it's the Delta variant. You better watch out. You're going to die. And that's what they're selling, and people are buying it. All in Kingston now, every, most, I'm going to say three-quarters of the people are walking around with masks. The place I go to, masks, masks required. And... And this place, UPAC, I used to see George Carlin there, Ulster County Performing Arts, no vax, no entry. And when you go in there, you have to wear a mask. Isn't that fun, huh? Going to see live acts, rocking and rolling, bopping and reeling, whatever you're doing with a mask on. Anyway, it's going to bring down the economy big time because oil prices, they're around $71 a barrel now. They're up to 77 And now there's fear of him going down because demand is going to go down. Well, it's going to bring them up, and it's in your Trends Journal, and we warned you about this. We've been warning about you this for now uh, a long time, that tensions are going to be heating up between Iran and Israel. Last night, Israel bombed away over in Lebanon. Two rockets came in, they said. Lebanon's in terrible trouble. Economically, it is, it is a distress. It, it, it's gone. You're going to start seeing if war breaks out in the Middle East and with all the controls they're taking over us now in the COVID war, this is World War III on the horizon if the people don't stand up and stop it. You know, rockets fired from Lebanon are answered by the Israelis. Militants in southern Lebanon fired rockets. You know who the militants are? Militants are who the United States and Israel don't like, and that's uh, Hezbollah. And it goes on Israel's sovereignty, and it's considered a terrorist group by dozens of countries, including <laughs> Hezbollah does not recognize Israel's sovereignty, and it is considered terrorist groups by dozens of countries, including Israel and the United States. Dozens of countries? How about the 140-something other way, a couple of hundred whatever the number is, countries that don't consider them militants. Oh, and they have the nerve to say that 
Israel doesn't have a right to be doing what they're doing and stealing all that land. And that, yeah, no, they have no right to say that at all. Israel occupied southern Lebanon from 1982 to 2000. They tried again in 2006 and they lost. We wrote about that in detail. So things heat up there between Lebanon and what's going on. They blame the Iranians for uh, a missile, a drone attack on this uh, Israeli-owned oil tanker. Iran denied it. And it's been going, again, all the information we've been writing about it, Israel, about how many times they've been bombing Syria, Iran. It's going on. If this thing explodes, forget it. Gold was down, and, and it's uh, right near its 1800 test level. And the reason it went down is they're saying Federal Reserve officials' hawkish comments reinforced bets for early tapering of the central bank's asset purchasing. We don't see that happening. We were saying they were going to raise interest rates, but this COVID war 2.0 is going to bring the economies down big time. This could be the beginning of the, great, the greatest depression. Shrinking Westfield portfolio shows industry divide. Large property owners are looking to unload more malls throughout those sales or through sales or by allowing lenders to take over. And talking about lenders taking over, Simon Property Group, the largest U.S. mall owner, has been given back properties to lenders. Giving back properties to lenders. In recent months, creditors foreclosed on Town Center at Cobb Hall in Atlanta and Montgomery Mall in North Wales, Pennsylvania, after Indianapolis Company decided to walk away from the properties. Simon Property did not respond to requests for comments from the Wall Street Journal. We warned about this, the pall on the mall. And now people are freaking out again with the Delta variant. It's going to go down. Companies rethink travel and take steps to rein in. Airlines temper their optimism for business travel. Airlines have said that companies have slowly started sending employees, again, business travel, on the road again, with domestic business travel climbing to about 40% of its 2019 levels. So it's down 60%. But the way they write it, they change it. This thing's going down. And the airline industry, it, it is, um, I think about a third of its revenue, the profits come from, very high percentage, come from business travel. So this thing's going down. Not only is business travel going to go down, all of the hospitality sectors, the restaurants, it's going to be affected in a lot of ways. Again, commercial real estate, it's in your trends journal. Developing world hit hard by second year of tourism woes. This is from the Financial Times. Tourism-dependent emerging economies that were already struggling before the pandemic were stretched with stretched finances and ballooning debt are counting the cost of the second successful summer season slump as the spread of the coronavirus keeps visitors away. And again, this isn't the proper language. Tourism-dependent emerging economies 
that were already struggling before the pandemic. It's not struggling before the pandemic. It's struggling because the scumbags, the low-life shits, with no data to support anything that they're doing, whether it's social distance mask wearing, cleaning surfaces, washing your hands with sanitizers before you jerk off, all of that stuff, they made it up. So don't blame it on the pandemic. And the numbers are here. It's terrible what's going on. In the first five months of this year, global international arrivals were on average 85% down from the previous pandemic total. All right? And you got the stock markets going up. They're going to keep this money, cheap money flowing to keep this thing going. Auto show is canceled due to virus. The New York auto show was canceled yesterday as the recent rise in COVID-19 cases because of the Delta variant and related restrictions and prompting organizers of live events to cancel, re-examine their plans. They canceled it. So, again, we wrote this was going to happen. It's in your trends journal going back months ago and the implications on tourism, hospitality, restaurants, it's going to be devastating. Cities like New York, they depend on tourism and so do many other cities. It's going down. Americans are willing to take pay cuts never to go into the office. This was a study that was just done and uh, by Breeze, it found that 65% of American workers who said their jobs could be done entirely remotely were willing to take pay cuts of 5% to stay at home. This is going to affect commercial real estate big time, and now people again are freaking out again. Vaccines boost revenue at CVS. Duh, no kidding. Can't figure that out. And what we talked about in the last Trans Journal, Pfizer lists forecasts for vaccine sales by 30%. The drug dealers are doing great. This is breaking news. COVID-19 vaccines no longer prevent transmission. Why, that's conspiracy theory, Salenti. They are absolutely, positively, 96% efficacy rate. That's what we were told. Who did this come from? Oh, U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, Dr. Rochelle Fachabrut walinski yeah, said today. Our vaccines are working exceptionally well. You know what that is? That's a goddamn lie. Oh, I shouldn't use God's name in it. How about that's a fucking lie? Because you just said they no longer prevent transmission. They continue to work well for Delta with regard to severe illness and death. They prevent it. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. Then, internal discussions by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration have centered around an early September timeline for laying out a strategy for the COVID-19 vaccine booster shots. We told you this was going to happen back in April when the guy, the drug dealer, the top drug dealer from Pfizer and BioNTech came out and said back in April that there would be booster shots. And what did I just say over here? Pfizer lists forecasts of vaccines, sales by 30%, vaccines boost revenue for CVS. It's about the money game. How could anybody be so stupid to listen to drug dealers? 
and believe what their governments tell them, who have been bought off by them. Remember, Pfizer gave Biden a million dollars to celebrate his inauguration. And that's a fact. So, when you talk about the Delta variant, a story in today's New York Times, and they, it, and they go on to ask about, how do I know I have the Delta variant? And they go on with a lot of BS, and then they go, that said, standard COVID tests won't tell you if your infection was caused by the Delta variant. All right? They're making this shit up. It's right here. Right here. When should I wear a mask? Read the whole story, and they got the one line here. Most experts agree that you don't need to wear a mask outdoors if you're not in a crowd. Yet people walk around with masks outdoors. The infection rate, according to the data, is 1% or less. But the fear is going on. Here. Big story by the toilet paper record today. COVID cases around the world surpass sobering figure of 200 million. And it goes on. And then they go, in one week alone, from July 19th to the 25th, nearly 4 million cases were recorded by the World Health Organization. With many of the new infections occurring in countries lacking vaccines among the unvaccinated, 69,000 COVID deaths were reported that week. 69,000 out of 4 million, which brings the recovery rate to 98.275%. 98.275%. Are your chances of recovering from this? And you got to take a vaccination? and you're locking down, and you can't go anywhere unless you're vaccinated. And Fatsha Brut-Walinski goes on to say that our vaccines no longer prevent transmission. Right there. School mask rules defy Arizona law. They, they have a law that they can't wear masks, but they're forcing kids to do it. And on Wednesday, Illinois Governor Fat boy Pritzker. Pritzker. You're a fat Pritzker. That these people are telling us what to do, whether it's Wilhelm there, Warren Wilhelm Jr., whether it's Pritzker, whether it's Newsom, whether it's Cuomo, who the hell are these people to tell us what to do? Students and staff at pre-kindergarten through 12th grade schools are required to wear masks. The new mandate applies to vaccinated and unvaccinated people and will be required for indoor sports as well. He said, fat boy, slobby, pig, prickska. This is disgusting. People better stand up and fight. There is no fight in America. The gutless clowns of America. We have to unite us fighters because we're not out there. You see what's going on in France. See what's going on in, in Germany. The people are out there fighting. They're not fighting here. The kids, the, the, re, huh. 
the recovery rate of children, people, 1 to 20 years old, fuck face, is 99.997%. Why are you telling them to wear masks? And they're asymptomatic, most of them. And you don't want to be around grandma and grandpa. Keep them the hell away. But don't freak them out with masks. But you freak them out with masks because that puts them under control. They're little kids, just like these scumbag fucking lowlifes had me hiding under a desk as a kid in case an atom bomb went off like that was going to save your life. So shove it up your ass, fat boy. And I'll tell you that face to face, prickster, prickster. Vaccine hesitancy keeps Australia in grip of COVID. Look at that. Look at that. Vaccine hesitancy. They don't want to take the AstraZeneca jab that has been banned in Norway, banned in, in Switzerland, and they're concerned about blood clotting. And here's the numbers. You know how many people have died? 932, and they just locked down again for seven more days. I say it should be seven days, nine hours, and 17 minutes. These fucking assholes are making this shit up because they're forcing the people to take vaccinations. In a year and seven months, 932 people died. 932 people died in all of Australia out of 25 million people. And you got this Gladys been jerking off, this, this little Danny Dick Andrews, a little fucking prick. These, this guy, where are the people? Get your freedom, liberty. From the Trends Journal. We pointed out in previous issues, this is, now there's 932, there were 911 when we did this three weeks ago. The recorded deaths, only 55 are under 70 years of age, and 695 of the 911, now there's 932, are 80 years of age or older. Yet despite these facts, which are never reported in the mainstream media, they keep locking down. Vaccine hesitancy, yep. In Florida, everything's going after Florida now. COVID-19 hospitals, Hospitalizations reach record. Florida's seven-day average for newly reported deaths is, a six, is 61 a day, according to the CDC. It's less than a third of the state's peak average for new deaths hit one year ago. Less than a third. And they're making this big news. Florida, the front page of Drudge. Florida hospitals fighting to get oxygen due to the rise of COVID-19 cases attributed to the Delta variant. Again, they're making it up that it's attributed. I just read for you from the toilet paper record, the New York Times, that the tests don't attribute it. So here it is from Statista. Florida's death rate 
per 100,000 people is 182. Now listen to this other little arrogant scumboy fucking prick from New Jersey. These folks back there have lost their mind. You've lost your minds. You are the ultimate knuckleheads, and because of what you sa are saying and standing for, people are losing their life. Fuck face. People are losing their lives? New Jersey's death threat when you lock down everything, pricky? Little dick, little scumbag, you can talk like that? Come get away from all your flunkies over there and go out in the crowd and shoot your mouth off like that. You ballless little bastard. New Jersey, number one, 300 deaths per 100,000. Florida, 182 per 100,000. Fuckface, arrogant dick. The people that are dying are elderly, comorbidities of type 2 diabetics. Diabetes and, and obesity, respiratory ailments in the elderly that have pre-existing conditions, over 94%. Young people aren't dying of this. And the ones that do have pre-existing conditions by the far average. But you're locking down everything. CDC mass guidance clouded by scant data. All right? They're making this shit up. That's the Wall Street Journal. And it goes on. It's in your magazine. We're going to do it a lot, lot more. You bet I'm upset. You bet I'm upset. If you can't see what's going on, and you're not doing anything about it, great. Because this, they're leading us to death in so many different ways. They're going to be destroying so many businesses now. We wrote about the homicide rates. We, we've been writing about the, 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 the amount of people committing suicide. We're writing about the poverty rates that are skyrocketing around the, the world, particularly in the poorer countries, and all the implications of what that means. Where are the people to stand up? We're fighting. I'm fighting. I'm a fighter. If you want to join the fight, subscribe to the Trends Journal. And more subscribers we have, trendsjournal.com. And look at the cover again. Anthony Frieda's covers are, these are New Yorker covers, 21st century. Yeah. There it is for you. And go to occupypeace.com. We have to unite under one umbrella of freedom, peace, and justice. We, all of us, there are enough of us to stop this. If we sit back and just keep taking it, you can't go to a gym, you can't go to a restaurant, you can't go to an event in New York City. And it's going on now more and more everywhere, 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 in a country near you. Freedom, peace, and justice. It's the way of people with a true spirit of liberty, love, joy, and beauty. This is Gerald Salenti, and that's some of today's Trends in the news.
The COVID-19 war has changed the world, but who's prepared? What's next? It's in your Trends Journal. Trends Journal subscribers are prepared. Subscribe to the Trends Journal. Read history before it happens. From the world leader in trend forecasting.